An explosive crack echoed through the valley, splitting the night. Glenn hauled Savannah off her fluffy pink feet and ran. A whooshing noise surrounded them, followed seconds later by a bone-jarring crunch as something big and leaf-covered slammed into the caravan. Leaves and broken-off chips of wood and twig pinged off his back as he sprinted for the deck. Savannah's hand gripping his jacket with anaconda strength. He leaned against the house wall, shifting position so he had a better hold of her in his arms. She shivered, pressing into him. Her nose felt like a rounded ice cube, and little hiccupy sobs puffed against his throat. Hey, you're okay. It was just a tree. Uncle Glenn? A strained voice came from behind the window at his back. What's happening? I'm outside with Savannah, he yelled, pitching his voice above the wind. A tree just fell on our caravan. Savannah squeaked in dismay and tried to arch around. He pushed away from the wall and climbed the steps onto the deck. One glimpse of the new silhouette on the lawn, half caravan-shaped, half wild branches, told him she was better off not seeing the damage until morning. It hit the daisy? Sure sounded that way, he said, but there's nothing more we can do tonight. Let's get you inside. The outside lights came on and he blinked in the sudden brightness. He glanced down through squinted eyes at the fleece-covered woman in his arms. She still clutched her script, the wind ruffling the paper. Her fingers relaxed on the back of his jacket and she gazed up at him, a floppy, pink-lined ear drooping in her face. She nudged it away with a corner of her script, and the wind caught her hood, tearing it off and exposing the vulnerable curve of her neck. You, you could keep doing this, don't you? What? Footsteps thudded down the hallway toward the door, Tom to the rescue. Saving me. Her mouth twisted into a shaky smile. Saving me when I think I don't need saving. His racing heart tripped and fell into his rubber boots. Had she remembered it was him that night? First when I nearly slipped over in your kitchen, she said. Now when a tree almost squashes me. I'm such a klutz. Tom saved Glenn the need to formulate a reply by flinging open the door. The boy leaned his weight against it to keep it pinned open. Glenn edged past and Tom shut the door, cutting the worst of the winds screaming. Are you okay? his nephew asked as Glenn lowered Savannah to her feet. He had to order his fingers to behave, as the temptation of curvy woman, who still smelled of summer flowers and ripe berries, made him want to keep his hands on her, even if she was covered in a bunny suit. I'm fine, he said distractedly, one hand lightly resting on Savannah's upper back. I meant Savannah. Glenn aimed a glance over his shoulder in time to catch Tom's exaggerated, duh, eye-roll. Savannah hugged her script tighter against her chest and attempted a game smile, but she still shook like a marathon runner after a race. I'll be okay. 
once you've had a hot shower and some dry clothes. Glenn crooked a finger at Tom. Go and grab a change of my clothes for Savannah, and one of your fleeces and a pair of socks. You're closer to her size than I am. Tom looked scandalized. Then his face split into an ear-to-ear -ear grin. Glenn could almost read the boy's thoughts as they scrolled in neon letters across his forehead. Savannah Payne is going to be wearing my clothes. Legendary, 